Okay, so today was a really up and down day. I recorded the first episode with Shauna, and then I went down to the beach. All right, so my quarantine has not been normal. I was sick all winter. I have I have all these skin issues. Long story short, I had eczema as a kid and took they gave me steroids, topical steroid creams, and those are suppressants. So they just they just put the toxins inside. Save it for later. Breaks down your immunity, tells it tells your immune system, you know, don't worry about this. We got it. It moves the bad stuff somewhere else just to wait. And then it, you know, it physically thins your skin because it goes through your skin. So it makes your skin weaker, makes your immunity. It, it, it kills your defenses to these things, to these kinds of inflammation. And it just stores up the bad stuff to come back later. So I have something called topical steroid withdrawal uh, amongst whatever else I have. But I was sick all winter. And I came down to Mexico to convalesce, basically. I was in different parts. I've been moving around a little bit, but um, I came to this particular place there's this I'm not, I'm not gonna say the name because it's a small place and those of you who know where I am you know where I am and great whatever um it's a beautiful place it was founded by or if you know founded I don't know what the word is but like some Europeans came here in the 60s and developed it and turned it into an artistic, architectural, you know, landmark. Like the house that I stayed in the last time I was here just got voted for like coolest pool in the world. And it really is. It's a tremendous, oh my God, amazing place to stay. And so I came here at the beginning of March thinking I would be here for two weeks because that's what I could afford. <laughs> it's not cheap here. And I... So, you know, I got here right before the outbreak, you know, the virus, uh, the quarantine, everything happened. And so I stayed. Uh, I was the only, I'm basically the only, so everyone who's here is like, they own their house. They're, they're like, they have stories of 30 years, their families being here. And everyone knows each other. Most people are related even. There's like 100 people here maybe. And I'm this ran I'm the only extraño. I'm the only random person here. And I just lucked out. And I'm in this beautiful, beautiful place. What's funny is like I'm not even in the community. You know, we're just like I'm in my house and I go down to the beach. I'm, I'm on a private beach. So I don't really like interact with these people who are here because cause it's quarantine, you know. And I'm like I'm trying to social distance and all that stuff for myself. Not even like out of respect for them, like for me. 
but now we've been here for almost three months so it's it's loosening up and it's like okay we can you know we can talk to each other so um i have a lot of just you know people are really nice and uh and i have a lot of like random connections to the people who are here it's a small place and it's super connected so it's like there's someone here who produced the film for my best friend and blah 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 and like cousin of my friend whatever so man this is so i haven't socialized up until yesterday I sat on the beach with a few people last week. That was the first thing I did where I was like looking at someone in the eye, like within, you know, a few, like, yeah, period. I've just avoided everyone. I've stayed in my house. I have my food in my house. And then I go to the beach and I swim, but I don't talk to anybody. And I've been doing that since the first week of March. Until yesterday. And... I accepted, they've been inviting me for, for weeks now, and I've just been like, oh, you know, I've been making up excuses. Part of me, I'll tell you, part of it is safety. Like, I don't believe that they're being as safe as I've been, and I'm just taking care of myself. And part of it is also, I have, um, I don't know, I have stigma. I, 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 I grew up... Um, I grew up coming to like rich people places and I didn't like it. I felt super uncomfortable. I felt that I was being like force assimilated while a bat just flew over me. <laughs> wow. Um, so I felt like I was being, you know, made into something that I'm not. And this is the whole thing, whatever, like, I don't mind, you know, my parents know how I feel. Um, I resented all of that. I still do. So when I come to a place like this, like I haven't come to places like this in, in a long time, I've separated myself. I think since the beginning of college, I had like rich kid roommates and I separated myself from that since then. And I've done it in a way that's very, like, it's an insecurity. You know, I've, I'm susceptible to it. I'm sensitive to it. So I've aggressively stayed away from it. So I came here because I think I'm in a place where, you know, like you're listening to me right now. I'm, like, coming back to the world. I've done the work that I think I needed to do, and now I feel comfortable again. I feel like I can do I – can, I can come back to places, and I can do it in my own way. So being in this place – it is is a test in many ways of like I'm coming to things that in the past I wouldn't have known how to navigate and now it's like I'm a little less sensitive to it but regardless yeah I admit part of the reason why I haven't been hanging out with people is just like I don't want to talk to them because it's these fucking rich people and like oh yeah blah 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 like the Spielbergs have a fucking house here and Seal and Heidi Klum <laughs> too or something but like it's a who's who and everyone is like the this of that and uh, you know, so I, so I bear that, I carry that weight with me and that's like, that's my thing, you know, I'm the asshole probably. So anyway, I accepted the invites last night and I had a wonderful time. I met a bunch of people. Every, there's no Americans. There's one American who has the coolest background. Uh, she ran a nightclub back in the eighties and Philippe Stark, it was his first design job, and there's a movie about it, and it's super cool. Um, 
So that's the one American. She's, she's like, you know, an older, older, like probably 60 something. I don't know. Um, really cool person. Other than that, everyone's Italian or French or, or a lot of Mexicans. And they're all like cultivated. They're super cool. Everyone was so nice to me and like super welcoming and, you know, telling me stories. And everyone was just like very interested. I met one person who was, uh, well, I won't say where she's from because like someone could put two and two together and I don't want to be mean, but she was really like, she wasn't just out of touch with like culture, but she was, um, her like interpersonal skills were not good. Her empathy was lacking. Like I was telling her about my, you know, she's asking me about my life and blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking to her about film and she's like asking me about the kind of film that I just shot. And she's like, what did you do on it? And I'm like, I, you know, I, I, everything she's like she's like well were you the writer or were you you know the this or that I was like I, I wrote it I you know I paid for it I'm in it I directed I produced it whatever like um and 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 because all she could relate to was Netflix in her eyes she has this understanding of of the world that the only things that Netflix is it that like movies don't exist anymore. And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, they might not be something that appealed to you and it has certainly shifted its relevance and culture, but they, they, they do exist. It's not like all the movie theaters closed, you know, it's uh, during quarantine. Yes. But, um, it's still a massive, massive industry. And okay. So when I described to her, she was like trying to parse how I work and, um, She's like, oh, like Ricky Gervais, because I described that I wrote and I'm in it and I guess I like produced it. So the only reference point was Ricky Gervais. And when that was happening, I was that was like, oh, this is the thing that I was avoiding. These are the conversations. This is the person who I don't want to know. This is why I don't go to dinner parties. (sighs) Other than that, it was lovely. And I'll tell you, you know, it's been a, I've been by myself for months. I mean, arguably since October, since I shot my film. Um, well, no, no, November, December, I, I, you know, I had a life, but, um, January, it's all year I've been by myself since January. And so, yeah, it was nice, like being welcome. They were all, you know, everyone's like, you're part of the tribe, you're part of the family. And it's like, you know, it's cheesy and whatever, but it's like, especially when, when they're nice people and they seem, they seem cool and they know things other than this one asshole. Like, <laughs> uh, it was, it was, it, it was nice. And so today, uh, today was, was, was super cool. It, you know, I go, uh, so, so the one thing about this place is, is other than, um, there's other beaches that I go in Mexico where it's like surfing, like in Oaxaca, it's you surf and it's really hot. It's like the the weather, the weather's always like 90 degrees and the um, ocean's hot. Here it's very calm. It's like a pool, but it it's chilly sometimes. Like so, uh, when my body's not at its best, especially the last few days, I've been in the middle of a flare with my skin, and so I dread. Even though I love, love, love the water, it's so good for my body. It's rejuvenating. Um, I dread it a little bit. And the last couple of days, it got windy. And for some reason, it's got waves are like huge now. And it's really rough. And, and it got, it made everything warm. Um, so it, it was just like, 
it, you know, it was one of those like beautiful, like last night had a great night with everyone. There were like 30 people there and it was, it was nice like coming out of your shell a little bit. I come home, feel really good, you know, got a lot of work done. And then like go out onto the beach today and a bunch of people are out there and they say, Oh, Hey Sean. And it was, it was like, it was cool. It was like, Oh my God, there's people. And like, I don't hate them. And they're talking to me and they're like, it was, it was nice. And, um, and then they were, they were doing a mother's day dinner on the beach and, and they, they invited, they were, they like, they were like, you have to, you know, they, okay. All right. So let me describe this. Now this is where, this is why I'm telling this story about what happened today. So I go down to the beach in the morning and say hi to people, blah, blah, blah. I go for my swim. I come back up. Actually, that that's what I recorded my episode with Shauna. I had lunch, I, whatever. And then it was just such a nice day that around like five o'clock I go down again and I knew that they were doing their dinner, but I thought it would be later. Uh, but they did it, you know, they did it early. So they were like almost finished. Um, but, uh, so they're down there and it's a bunch of them and it's like everyone's dressed and it's really nice. And I go over, I say hello and blah, blah, blah. And like someone says something, you know, oh, how's it going? And they were like, great. If only we could get music or something like that. And I was like, oh, you need like I have speakers. I'll bring them down. Um, so I go for my swim and then I come. I'm like two minutes away. I walk back up and I bring them my speakers. I have two nice like Bluetooth uh paired speakers and I bring them down and it's like uh, for uh, and then it works and they get their uh Jay Balvin and everyone starts dancing and it was like it was it was really nice because everyone was like thanking me and I you know this like random group of people that are super tight-knit and have go back like there's three generations sitting there and I'm the one extraño I'm the one random person and like, okay, cool. Like, I'm I'm a stranger here, but I can like contribute and and make them have a. It felt it felt also like like it was like a DJ moment, you know. Like I was able to like make them have their good time, and everyone everyone started dancing. It was like it was hilarious. It was it was a party, you know, thirty people or whatever. But they just all got in a circle and started dancing, and it was really really nice. And. Uh, you know, I was, I was like walking away and then one of them is like, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, I'm just, you know, you guys have fun. Like, I'm going to go swimming. And she's like, no, like my one condition will use your speakers. But my one condition is like, you must join us for dinner. And I was like, Oh no, it's family. And she's like, ah, it's and friends and your family now. And it was just so, it was, it was so lovely. Ah, uh, God. And so I, so I join them. I go on a swim some more, and it just feels amazing. The water, the weather, the wind. Everyone's dancing, and it's like this be- these beautiful people. Like, they're, like not just they're nice, but, like, everyone's just uh, incredible looking. Like, it, not, not like model types. Just, like, everyone's, like, really, like, awesome looking. There was one woman who is straight up, like, you can't she was like leading the dancing like everyone was a good dancer but there's this one woman who's like holy shit dancer like moving they oh they played she fuck okay it was the Shakira song that was on when this happened um so this woman and I'm saying woman I guess to distinguish between the girl who showed up 
by woman like she might have been 30 she she could be 25 i don't know she she could she could be 40 she could be 25 i can't really tell but incredible shape like athletic i mean gorgeous gorgeous like like she's probably a famous model and i just don't know or an actress or something um but everyone all the women are 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 amazing uh there was just there was one who was like leading the dancing and she was doing all these crazy moves super acrobatic and like she was like tossing the kids up in the air and she was just like amazing energy and it it was it was to the point that like I felt uncomfortable because I'm like trying to not be just like looking at this person who's just like energy and I'm sitting down all the guys are sitting down there's like one guy dancing we were like, yeah, you can hold it down for us, represent. And all the women are are, are dancing. And it's, it's like three or four guys were sitting. And I, I'm quiet. They're speaking French. I don't speak French. I speak Spanish, but I don't speak French. So I'm quiet at this moment. And I'm just like trying not to uh, stare at these people that I, you know, don't really know dancing beautifully. And this young girl comes in. We're in like, it's it's like on the beach, but it's like in a beach club. And she enters, and I'm sitting right by the entrance. So I, I see her right away. So, so this is, I'm using words that I haven't used before. Or I'm applying them to something that I have not done before. But when this young girl, I'd say, you know, 12 years old. I knew somehow what happened when she came in. I, I I can't think of anything else I've ever experienced. It was so uncanny. It was so unfamiliar. It was so surreal that there was only one thing that could have happened. She, the way that she was crying, it was as if she had already gone past her, she had already overloaded and she was on fumes and somehow walking, but barely, and I felt that energy somehow, and she, I, I couldn't see her whole face, she was, you know, profile, walking sideways, uh, you know, uh, to, to my side, and she walks right into the dance floor, right to this woman, the one, the center of attention, the dancer, and Shakira's on, I remember because the opening is the Lord Tariq and Peter Guns thing. And I said that. I remarked at that. And then it was like right after. And she, the woman, grabs the girl when she sees her face. And I no longer, I just see the back of the girl's head. But on her shoulder is this woman gripping her. And she's looking right at me. She, she, you know, she's not looking at me, but in, in my, you know, she's looking out at nothing. 
but I see, I'm just face to face with her and I've never seen a face like that. Right around, right behind the restaurant, up the steps to the houses, there's a little elevator. Funicular. It's like goes like up the slope of the hill. You can look up like funicular. Like a gondola kind of, but it's like, you know, grounded. All the kids were playing while the adults were dancing and, you know, hanging out. And a nine-year-old boy got crushed in the elevator. Hundred feet away from, every, you know, right, right, right around the back. And it like took a second for everything to. Oh, oh God. But uh, he died. Right there. And, you know, sitting, sitting next to me is, is the grandmother. And she picks up a little girl who's the sister. And next to, you know, on my other side is the, the aunt. And she's the one who confirmed to me what had happened. What happened? I, I mean, I knew what happened. When they said there was the accident, I knew what kind of accident it was because I saw the faces. But, it, you know, it, it took a few minutes for, I mean, I'm talking, I don't know. It could have been two minutes. It could have been an hour. It's one of those things. Time disappears. And then there were a few other families on the beach. And the aunt actually told me, I was like, yeah, great idea. Like, that I go over and tell them, like, hey, it's time to, time to pack up. And I did, and I, I explained to them, yeah, like, it's, you know, it's, it's time to not be, like, no more fun time right now. Because, I mean, the beach, l- l- like, you can see. So I, I didn't go over, but at a, uh, you know, I'm not the one. But it's right there it was right there and this is I mean there's a hundred people here maybe maybe that many they all know each other they're all related like this place is exclusively like history there's no random people here everyone knows each other this is gonna rock the whole like town. I don't know what I, I just. I, so so I'm up right now. It's it's one thirty. And uh, apparently, and the aunt was texting me just now. She can't sleep, and um, everyone else they the clinic gave them sleeping pills. Um, I mean this is you know, 
a lot a great this is this is most of the people here are have some you know connected connection to this child and his parents I've never, I've just never, I've never experienced something like it. It's, it's not, you know, it's not a virus. It's something, this is just, this is a, it's a gruesome, they all, they all saw it. He didn't die right away. But he didn't get to the hospital. He died here. And they, and they were there. Everyone was right here. It's, it's a, it's a fucking horror movie. I mean, the whole, the whole setting, like, I've ne- I've never seen faces like that. I'm you know I'm blessed. I've ne- I've never seen a dead person. I've never you know I've lost I've lost people. I've lost relatives. I've lost friends. I've 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 walked in on multiple ODs. I've handled that situation a few times in my life. Just never the end and certainly nothing is I mean this is gruesome heartbreaking this is you know life changing obviously life changing in in the literal way but I I mean inside it's going to be something for these people to this is a defining moment and I just like me being here it feels so strange I feel gross I I feel disgusting barely know these people to to she was saying to me she feels so bad that I you know that I was there for this to that I that I had to experience it and I was like what like that is the last oh my god that I that that, that I am this observer to your grief is like it feel it feels oh yeah I feel so weird mother's day So I don't know what's going to happen here. I, I can't imagine. I think everyone's going to leave. I can't imagine them staying here with what just happened because because the quarantine, you know, the the defense here is being one with being content, being being happy with with the quiet, the solitude. The slowness. But that's going to be the enemy now. That's, I mean, she's taught, she's texting me right now, like, that it's haunting her right now. She can't sleep. She's hearing his voice. 
the sounds. These people live right up that hill. And their beach is right at the bottom of it. It's, that's what, where they go back and forth every day. That's where the restaurant is. It's where they gather. You cannot do that. I don't know if you could do that ever again. I don't know how. I, I, oh my God. I don't know what tomorrow is going to be here. We had a market planned on Tuesday, like a sort of like donation thing for the locals to to provide different I don't know, like locally sourced stuff for, for the for the surrounding communities. And like we the people here were gonna like put it on and I was gonna volunteer or whatever. That's supposed to be in two days. You can't, like, I can't, these people are going to be a wreck. I feel, I don't know how they, I don't know how you get up from this. (sighs) All right. To be continued, I guess. I just felt compelled to put that down and and share unlike anything I've ever experienced I woke up today seeing the place that I'm in very different than yesterday I was speaking all night to the the aunt of the of the boy who died. She couldn't sleep and we were talking and you know just about the horror of it, the trauma, the I was giving her a whole spectrum of films and books either escapist or dreamlike or otherworldly or I mean there was really nothing that can parse this and when I woke up she messaged me and uh, one thing that she said was that she felt empty I went down to the beach today by myself to swim as I do every day and something that's been this running theme of quarantine and this whole time period for me is this balance of of emptiness and solitude and the way a lot of other people may describe it as 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 loneliness and me thinking about why I experience these things different. I relish the the solitude, the space, the time. 
I have five days with no distraction, that means I can read House of Leaves. Eat well. Exercise. And something that I've been, you know, giddy over for the months that I've been here. That I've basically had the beach to myself. That I go and I sw I'm the only one who swims there every day. And having a beautiful beach like that by myself, it's just, it's heavenly. And today I went and it was as empty, it was emptier, you know, completely empty. Not a soul in sight. Even the restaurant was not open. The restaurant just does takeout orders. But there's usually someone, you know, someone there to, to receive. There was no one around. I mean, if I, if I screamed, no one would hear me. And that emptiness struck me as different than it has struck me over the last two, three months of being here. It was no longer meditative. It was no longer serene. It was no longer an opportunity for me to make the moment what I wanted it to be. It was piercing. It was loud. It was excruciating. Because I'm looking at the spot where I was sitting yesterday. I'm looking at the spot where this kid was yesterday. I'm looking at the countertop that the grandmother put the sister so that she couldn't hear the conversation that she had to walk five feet away to have. So I was speaking to the aunt this morning about emptiness. I wanted to, I feel compelled, so I have this, I mean, awkward is probably, there's no better word. I'm in an awkward position where I'm, I think being there for someone's grief is, I don't know, I, I can't, I have to think more on this, but it is tremendously awkward. You feel like a voyeur, because you're having feelings, sure, but they're not the same. These people's feelings are so much more important than mine. Whatever I'm feeling, oh my God, it's, it's nothing. So, you know, she's talking to me for some reason. So I gotta, I gotta deliver, you know. I had to do something here. I can't just be like, yeah, hopes and prayers. I'm so sorry for your loss. No. I'm physically here. I have to be, I have to be useful. But when she said empty, that was, that's a concept that I can really feel and explore with someone else. I wanted to read a passage, but I felt I should just, you know, riff on it and explain how I, uh, I've read these, a, few, a lot of books, but, but two in particular that have struck me on these concepts and I think rather than read them I can uh, 
I can just convey how, how they are, how they sit inside me today and how I spoke to, spoke to her this morning where, um, you know, Buddhists say emptiness is the mother. Japanese get, you know, consider absence to be the ultimate, the, the most exciting opportunity for the creator, creative, either or. And so I told her that It's a stretching exercise. It's a very uncomfortable stretching exercise. It's a stretch that you've never done before that puts your body, contorts your body in a way that you did not know it goes. And when you do that, it feels scary, uncomfortable, feels horrible you know you feel that sense of dread like wait a second you know it's it's like someone is stretching your body you're not doing it someone is doing it to you and they're pre they're putting pressure in a way that that you do not know that you're you know wait wait a second i'm not supposed to do that yet it happens and maybe your you know muscles crack or something or you feel a sensation that you never felt before and it's terrifying at first but then you're alive and this part of you is now open and it was terrifying opening it but it's open now and now you know that your body can move in that way and you know how and you've now accessed that part of your body. Like when you crack your knuckles, you know, you're, you're bringing these liquids to areas that, that are dry. This experience, it brings nutrients to a part of your body that, that was previously cut off. Your senses. It's a sensory experience that, that you did not know that that area of your body could sense and now all of a sudden it's active and you might want it to just go away you might want to suppress it it might not be a happy tool but it's a tool and what i told her is that you know if if she feels emptiness indeed if that is what she feels consider it an opportunity So she's filling that emptiness with the cries of this boy that she heard yesterday and the sound of the metal moving because the metal had to move after. And apparently she was there for that. I was not. And her emptiness is being filled with that. And it's, it's loud. My version of it was being on the beach just now and not seeing the beach for this beautiful body of water and this place where I can look around and be in my 
my, my own place, but rather this place was now the place where this thing happened, and it was loud to me. Yet we're armed with something now, and that's powerful. It's empowering. And if you can get emptiness, absence, you have an opportunity to fill it with something else, something new. And I do see it that way as an opportunity. You know, it, it, shit happens. Like it's, it's a cliche and usually it's used on less awful circumstances, but, but it's the same. It scales trauma scales. I've said for a long time, um, you know, there's two kinds of trauma. There's all the trauma in the world, everything from stubbing your toe to your child being crushed in an elevator. That's all in one category, stubbing your toe and your death of a child. And then the other category is the trauma that breaks you. And that's it. And this did not break my friend. Hopefully it doesn't break anyone. And then it becomes a tool. It becomes a way of living in a broader way. Your world expands. So I don't know. I mean, I've been cut off from... I've been protected, insulated from all of the horrible things happening back in New York and in so many places, particularly New York, which is, you know, the worst and it's 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 where my people are. And that that made its way here yesterday. But that's how I look at all of this is that, you know, it's it's a stretching exercise. And it becomes a tool and we have a plane in front of us to activate and that that's that's being alive we're still alive some are not but but we are and that's it and i crave that kind of emptiness that kind of absence it's an opportunity to be alive and it changes every day i've never experienced this version of it but you know, I'm, I'm thankful for it right now in, in the strangest warped way. I'm thankful for the experience. I don't know what's going to happen next. Everyone's just... I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird day. gonna spend it being mostly other than this quiet okay